Shabbat Shalom. Welcome back to part four of our study in Messiah, Miracles of Messiah series. Today our text will be from Luke chapter 5, verse 1 through 11. Reading from the New Living Translation, one day as Jesus was preaching on the shore of the Sea of Galilee, great crowds pressed in on him to listen to the word of God. And he noticed two empty boats at the water's edge, for the fishermen had left them and were washing their nets. And stepping into one of the boats, Jesus asked Simon, its owner, to push out into the water. So he sat in the boat and he taught the crowds from there. And when he finished speaking, he said to Simon, now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Master Simon replied, we've worked all night and didn't catch a thing, but if you say so, I will let down the nets again. And this time their nets were so full of fish that they began to tear. A shout for help brought their partners in the other boats, and soon boats were filled with fish and were on the verge of sinking. And when Simon Peter realized what had happened, he fell to his knees before Jesus and said, O oh Lord, please leave me. I am too much of a sinner to be around you. For he was awestruck by the number of fish that he had caught, and as, the, as were the others who were with him. And his partner, James and John, the son of Zebedee, were also amazed. And Jesus replied to Simon, Do not be afraid, for from now on you will be fishing for people. And as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Messiah Yeshua can be trusted to provide for our needs. Scriptures teaches us that the Almighty not only knows our needs, but He also cares about them. And as such, he call, when He calls a person to an area of ministry, he also provides, prepare, and protect that person whom he has called. And while God is preparing a place for a person, he's also preparing that person for that particular place. Messiah himself would later declare that you did not choose me, but I chose you and anointed you to that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, and whatever you ask the Father in my name, that he may give to you, John 15, 16. And when Messiah Yeshua called these fishermen into full-time ministry with him, he provided them for a way, he provided for them a way, and it all started with this fort miracle that we're studying today. He made a way for them by providing for them and not only them but also their families so that they could their families would be taken care of while they engaged in full-time ministry. Historically, the, the Lake of Gethsemane, or Gennesaret, or sometimes called the Sea of Galilee, it's sometimes even called the Sea of Tiberias, is the location in which this miracle takes place. The Apostle Luke recounts the, the starting point of Messiah's ministry with this miracle. And what he does, he said, the first thing Messiah does is he surrounds himself with a group of men that he had chosen to later become his disciples and would later be the apostles of the Almighty. And as believers, especially those who are called within the ministry, 
Messiah's pattern of leadership should be one that we seek to follow as it is commanded in Matthew 28. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And know I am with you always, even to the end of the age. The scripture teaches us that people were gathering and pressing on to the Messiah, who is the word of God in flesh, in order to hear the word of God, the scriptures, which in itself testifies of the Messiah. And this within itself is a beautiful spiritual application in this passage of scripture, because if leaders in today's ministry would go back to the basic where they would declare, as Paul says, I, I determined to know nothing among you except Messiah Yeshua and him crucified, 1 Corinthians 2.2. 2. The people would once again get back to the place where their purpose for attending the assembly is to hear from the Almighty and not to be entertained by stories and jokes from charismatic men and women whom the scriptures declare for a time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine but according to their own desire because they have itching ears they will heap up for themselves teachers and they will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside onto fables second timothy 4 you see, the washing of nets was a regular task for these fishermen, such as Peter, Andrew, James, and John. And the fishermen normally washed and stored their nets at quitting time. In other words, it was at the end of the fishing day. And a visit to a, a fishing district will reveal a loud, smelly, and busy place filled with many different types of fishing boats and fishermen. Yet it was Messiah who chose to use the boat belonging to Simon Peter. Messiah used what was available to him. He used what was surrendered to him. And the same applies to our lives today. The Almighty will use what is available to him. He will use what is surrendered to him. And oftentimes he will use the things that we are very familiar with. Other times he will use the things that we, we found to be unproductive in our lives. Yet those are the things he will use. Perhaps sometimes we are ready to give up on something and the Almighty has a unique way of transforming what was given to us and using it as a platform to further the gospel, the good news. This is the desire and the will of the Almighty God in our lives according to the scriptures today. He commanded Peter to launch the boat out into the deep. He says, put in the boat out a little from the land can, can let's look at it in two ways there's two implications here it can be seen in the physical and it can also be seen in the spiritual and physically this allowed messiah some degree of freedom from the multitudes and also made him easier to to see and to hear but spiritually the teaching of the word of god is like fishing in many ways matthew declares again the kingdom of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind, which when it was full, they drew to the shore and they sat down and gathered the good into vessels, but they threw the bad ones away. The launching out of deep required obedience. Launching out in the deep requires faith and trust. Launching out in the deep requires us to follow the Almighty's instructions against our own judgment or even our own belief system. 
It is undisputed that Peter, James, Andrew, and John were fishermen. Yet, and we know Messiah was not. Yet these men had been fishermen their entire lives. But when they chose to listen to this man who had no experience in their profession and launching out into the deep is where they found the fish. Launching out into the deep is where they would hear the Almighty's voice the clearest and the loudest because it would be personal and intimate encounter with the living God. Launching out in the deep is where the most bountiful it is where we receive the fullness of the Messiah Peter told the Messiah of their previous unproductive night of toiling and catching nothing but he says at the word of Messiah Peter but 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 the word of Messiah Peter decided to let down the net once more he says but at your word I would and when Messiah gave the command to go into the deep Peter obeyed but when Messiah was telling Peter how to do his job, Peter protested at first. Nevertheless, the scripture records of this beautiful conjunction. It says, but as to say on the contrary, however, were it not for you only because you said it, Messiah. And Peter was demonstrating his faith in Messiah who he knew, did not know at that time fully. Peter called him master so as to call him commander or chief. It was an address of respect. It was one, it was this same Peter who would later declare and acclaim the Messiah of more exalted titles such as Lord Adonai, Mashiach, Messiah, and the Almighty, the Mashiach of Adonai, the Messiah, the Christ of God. And if we compare Ephesians 3.20, it says it is Messiah who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we may ask or think according to the power that works in us. It is, it was in doing, I remember it was during this small group Bible study where one, no more than 15 people that the question was presented, why were these men successful at this time at catching fish? The answer was that at this time, they had God in the boat with them. And when the Almighty is in the same vessel as us, it, the yield is always bountiful and success is always mandatory. You see, night fishing often yielded the good results, but on the previous nights, these men had been unsuccessful. They had no success. However, the Almighty was working behind the scenes, preparing them for the day of the greatest catch of their career, the day when Messiah would be in the boat with them. Now they had caught a great amount of fish. And today over 30 varieties of fish lived in the Sea of Galilee. But in those days only the, there was one time, one main kind, the comb. And that was a large fish that only resided in the Sea of Galilee at that time. And now their boats were being overran by these fish. And through this miracle we are introduced to the most, the foremost now, popular of the disciples, two sets of brothers, Peter and, and Andrew, James and John, the sons of Zebedee. And history tells us that the fishing industries in those days were brought in an above average income. So it would be safe to assume that these men um, regularly operated a sizable business. 
But when Messiah called these men to ministry through this miracle, they were willing and available. And according to the scriptures, they forsook all to follow him. Peter would later declare, see, we have left everything to follow you. Mark 10, verse 28. But Messiah provided for them long before they forsook anything to follow him. And with this sketch, with this miracle, the men could effortlessly provide for their families for the entire time they would be out in the field walking with Messiah. And this is a part of this miracle that is not taught often in our pulpits. We see these men as leaving everything and following Messiah. But what we need to examine is that Messiah always provides for you long before he calls you for anything. Final thought, Peter, after seeing this miracle, according to the scriptures, he shrinks down in holy fear. The Almighty's purity, his power over the elements, highlighted Peter's weakness. It showed up his, his sin. The scriptures tells us that um, Peter fell to his knees and says, Depart from me, for I am an unholy man. It was the prophet Isaiah who says, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Isaiah 6. And this ought to be the attitude of our, as us as disciples today. The holiness of the Almighty shall highlight our sin and lead us into repentance while we are developing inside of us the desire to be holy. This call, this commission to become fishers of men is for us even this day. Henceforth, these men would not be gathering mortal, would be gathering mortal men into everlasting life rather than gathering fish out of the Sea of Galilee to sustain their earthly needs. They would be gathering men for eternity, the kingdom of God. And while this miracle in itself was super awesome, the spiritual truth and the application in this miracle in itself should challenge us as believers today. We can, we, can be, we can be reminded that God will always provide for our needs according to his riches and glory. And we can trust that when God calls us to something, he's preparing us and he will bless us and he will guide us. So as we look at this miraculous catch, we should always be reminded that when God is in the vessel with us, the impossible is possible and much can happen with Messiah.